0: father in the name of jesus we receive illumination by your spirit it is you we have come to we ask that you change us by your word jesus alone is glorified for in jesus name we are prayed amen amen luke chapter 18 verse 1 is our anchor scripture in our conversation about prayer and trust me we are just beginning this series we are really just scratching the surface in this series it's going to be promises to be life-changing promises to be life-changing i want to encourage you don't get tired don't get discouraged keep showing up all right come hungry with expectation get your notepad document and when it's time to practicalize to do the practicals as we do as a church every day when we pray all right i want you to show up wake up get up all right and do the business it's just one hour is just one hour glory to god Luke 18 and verse 1 and he this is Jesus now spake a parable unto them to this end that men that they ought always to pray and not to faint Jesus here is instructing us not just his disciples in context in the book of Luke but he's speaking to us as his followers today that our default state, our default condition be necessary tool for our existence. Alright, in accordance with our theme, which is the air I breathe, is it's it's suggesting to us as important as oxygen is to your existence, is saying here that you and I we ought always to pray, and that when we are not praying, we are fainting. All right. We've talked about what prayer is not. We've talked about what prayer is. We've talked about the dimensions we step into when we come into the place of prayer. A friend going to another friend on behalf of a friend. We've talked about approaching him as father, all right, based on intimacy and relationship. And then we talked about entering, as it were, into a courtroom. Glory to God. And we saw a couple of model prayers. We saw in Luke 11 the Lord's Prayer. We saw in Acts chapter 4 the prayer of the early church in a season of persecution and we saw in John chapter 11, the prayer Jesus prayed standing literally in front of an impossible situation there. He was standing in front of a tomb, a tomb that had a huge stone rolled and this was not a recently certified dead individual. This is someone who had been dead for days and would the coroners, everybody had given up and people were trying to switch from the stages of grief all right, and Jesus says, No, there is no grief here. I'm canceling all of that. He stands in the face of this with people crying, with, with crowds watching, and they say, What sort of crazy thing is this man about to do? And he gives a ridiculous instruction. He tells them to take the stone away. And <clears throat> Mary and Martha are, are, are winking and saying, What is it? What is he about to do? Does he not know it's four days? Did someone delete his calendar? We were calling. We sent WhatsApp messages. We DM'd. We did FaceTime. Hello, people are saying, Apple plug, Apple plug. Maybe it was, maybe it was just WhatsApp. All right. Praise God. Praise God. I sell all of that to say that whatever impossibility, whatever stone, whatever deadness, no matter how long it has lasted for, whoever certified it as impossible, I speak into your life that the resurrection power of Christ will flow through that situation in the name of Jesus. And we receive life. We release, we release, we release life. We release life. We release life into those situations in the name of Jesus. Come on, is that the best you've got? I said we release life into those situations in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. So the question is what makes Thanksgiving so powerful? How can you be in the midst of a persecution and you find time to say, Father, you're the one who created the heavens and the earth? How can you be in, the, in in front of a grave and in, in an impossible situation and the first thing that comes to your mind is say, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. How, how, how is it that when Christ is instructing us to pray, he says that you shall pray in this manner. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. I don't know if you've done this before, but every time I flip through the pages of the Psalms, I'm wondering what sort of book is this? We know We know as confirmed in the new covenant, that david wasn't just a king he wasn't just a psalmist it was essentially a prophet who saw and operated in a realm way beyond his time all right and part of the future existence he had in his time was that he understood this power of thanksgiving you read a psalm some psalms are complete psalms of adoration they begin with bless the lord i will sing unto the lord I will praise his name forever, for he has done marvelously. All right, wonderful beginnings, and you read through. There are some Psalms that the circumstances under they were written. If you don't have a Bible that is giving you an insight into what David was going through, into what the Psalm is, depending on who the author is, was going through, that you will not be able to guess all right by looking at the contents because sometimes it might bring in a couple of 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 sentiments and say oh how are there many that trouble me but every sound there he has that understanding here that it might be about my situation it might be about my pain it might be about this stubborn pursuer but i will begin with praise and i will end with praise i will begin with thanksgiving and i will end with thanksgiving it doesn't matter what is going on It doesn't matter if this was the day I was almost killed. It doesn't matter if everything looks like it's crumbling down. I will always begin with thanksgiving and I will always end with thanksgiving. What did these guys know? What did they know? They obviously knew God. We have a generation of people who want to bully God into emotions and they just come and start crying. Well, God, where are you? And he says, I'm the God of Abraham. Invoking covenants. Invoking timelines. Just in case you want to start getting it twisted. I'm the God of Isaac. I'm the God of Jacob. I'm the God of your fathers. Your fathers trusted me. And they were not ashamed. So fix up. Fix up. Glory to God. Glory to God. So there's something that these fathers knew about thanksgiving that it is our duty to unveil it if we do not unveil the real reasons and the premise of thanksgiving sometimes it becomes a chore sometimes it becomes tiring especially when pd says take 60 more seconds you're like oh i just said thank you jesus and he says 60 more seconds for what all right, because the the rock and the premise on which Thanksgiving is standing on is not very clear to you. Or if there's an urgency, there's an urgency, there's a serious urgency, like very serious urgency. And people gather, 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 everybody, gather, gather. We have to pray, we have to pray this, this, this. And the person leading the prayer says, Let's begin to praise and magnify the Lord. The people there will just turn and say, Is this is this why we were running? Urgency. Let's start blasting and blasting. You must begin with thanks. You must begin with thanks. Why? I'll walk us this evening through four reasons that serve as the foundations that make Thanksgiving so important, extremely important. Once we can sort out these four reasons, child of God, I can guarantee you that, irrespective, like the same writer said, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, Alright? Not just it is well with a with an attitude of well, it's just that it's doing anyhow. It is well with a confidence, alright, that my God is still on the throne. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So if you're writing the number one pillar that those who understand thanksgiving and would do serious, solid thanksgiving. I'm not talking of time buying thanksgiving. I'm not talking of space filling thanksgiving. I'm not talking of interlude thanksgiving i'm not talking of production nice production thanksgiving i'm not talking of let's have music in the background thanksgiving i'm talking about serious heartfelt thanksgiving that if scientists were to plug electrodes to your body and they were to take your your, your vitals your entire system is vibrating all right at a frequency of thanks that your whole being like the psalmist would say Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is with him. Everything, my head, my nose, my... The kids are saying my head my shoulders. They all belong. You know, it's good for us to involve the kids. I I celebrate some of them, their attention spans. It's just that when they are done, service is done. You just know you have to go back and listen. So parents, I feel you. I feel you, trust me. Some of you have to go back. You're like, oh, there was a word for me there. And that's just when... Praise God. Number one, number one, number one, we can give solid thanksgiving when we recognize his majesty. We can give solid thanks when we recognize his majesty. Organizations, governments, businesses, entire society understand structures and cadres such that whether you run a flat organization or you run an hierarchical organization it doesn't matter whatever it is at the end of the day there's going to be someone or some person or some system on which the buck falls at the end of the day all right meaning that if you were going in search of a favor or an application if for instance, for people who do this physically, I know most majority of this, but I know we have a large audience now. You, you've you dressed up, you're wearing a nice skirt suit or a nice suit and a tie if you're a guy, and you show up there and you add your resume and you were to give it to the receptionist or whoever it is at the front desk. And you said to, to the person there, oh, I have come to drop my resume. And if the person says, I don't like you, or if the person says, I don't like how you look, I don't like how you're dressed, or I don't like the color of this paper. I don't like the format of your resume. I don't like the font size. Why are you using Times New Roman? It's 2021 for crying out loud. You know, and these are all uncommunicated thoughts, all right? Now, you know that the final decision, the final decision doesn't lie in the hands of that receptionist, even though they play an important role even though they play an important role now recognizing god as his majesty as it were means that we every time we come to give him thanks what we are saying is that we recognize that every person every man every woman including the kings of the earth The CEOs of organizations, the presidents of countries, the prime ministers of republics, the dictators of territories, all of them are players and that the final decision comes from his majesty who is sitting on the throne. Such that I do not bother myself to pet you or to palm you as far as I know that there is access that I have to his majesty. So once we come and we are giving serious, genuine thanksgiving there in a recognition that he is majesty, he is a king, but all other kings report to him, all other decisions get his final vetting, then your thanksgiving becomes more powerful because you've come to the one who has the final say. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. If we don't have this understanding, Thanksgiving will continue to be a waste of time. It will be something we will believe. You will draw programs, and you will strongly believe that we should give it five minutes. You will strongly believe that we should give it five minutes. You wonder why people can wake up at five a.m. every morning just to say thank you, Jesus. Can they say during the day? Can they say that? <laughs> why must you wake up on Saturday morning, haven't worked and tired out your week? You are waking up. On Saturday morning at 5 a.m., just to say thank you, Jesus. If you don't see him as majesty, then those who are doing that are like crazy people to you. If I'm going to wake up at 5, it better be to blast some ballistic missiles to the camp of the enemy. But I'm saying here that the majesty, the, the king of glory, that I recognize him that is constantly on his throne, and I can come and give him thanks. First Chronicles 29. First Chronicles 29 from verse 10 can you hold on on that a bit let's go to Colossians please pardon me I don't know if it's on your screen but please I want you to write this down if you can Colossians chapter one from verse one Colossians chapter one from verse one there's something this these fathers knew about thanksgiving there's something they knew Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy our brother to so the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colosse, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3, which is where we are going to. You see this as a pattern in scripture. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, praying always for you. So what Paul is saying here is that we are constantly praying for you. And in many of his epistles, he goes to detail the content of the prayer. But he says that something that always precedes any supplication, any requests, any petition, any warfare, any intercession, if it is going to get the, the, the attention of his majesty, he says that, that we must come with thanks. We give thanks to God. Somebody say we give thanks to God. Somebody say we give thanks to God because we recognize his majesty. First Chronicles 29 from verse 10. First Chronicles 29 from verse 10. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation and David said blessed be thou Lord God of Israel our father forever and ever. Thine O Lord is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the the majesty. It says, For all that is in the heaven and all in the earth is thine, thine kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted, head above all. Please, can you still leave me on verse, verse 11? You can see now that when David says, Bless the Lord, he knows what he's saying. When he says all oh, give thanks unto the Lord, he knows what he's saying. He knows the times where his 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 life was literally a whisker away from annihilation. But he, he, he when when he says there that for 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 this for dying is the kingdom. For your majesty he says all that is in heaven, all that is in earth is dying. If indeed I believe it is dying, then I shouldn't see me giving you thanks as a waste of time because I am giving praise to his majesty. He says, You are exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee. Verse 12 now. Both riches and honor come of thee. And thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, O God, based on these credentials, based on who you are, this is who you've always been, this is who you will be, this is who you will forever be. It says, based on this understanding, if it's going to be real, thanks. If it's going to be real, thanks. If it's going to be real, thanks. You, you better know his majesty. You better know his majesty. Let me, let me just give a quick example here. If you come into, I know we are virtual, please stay at home, glory to God. But it's just a, it's just a scenario and painting. If you are to come into the church, all right, and normally you're just walking around, you're just checking, oh, I've not seen this place in a while, it's been months since the lockdown. Oh, the old place looks so different. Oh, before the lockdown, and you're just walking around and you got to the office, and you're just about to just pop open the office. And if someone says, Oh, PD is in the office, oh, you know, oh, PD is around, you know, you want to open the door and go and say, Oh, PD is around, all right. But if for some strange reason Pastor Matthew is in town, he's not in town, all right, yet. Glory to God! All right, but if for, for some reason, you learn is the one there. Now, the way you will want to barge into the office will be different. If it's PD there, will be different from the way you want to barge into the office. If it's Pastor Murphy there, why? Because you recognize, you recognize. Glory to God! Son, the same PD. God will lift you up. I say amen to your prayer. Glory to God! But you recognize there that the person who is in there now the person who is there now this is the same office that maybe on a typical sunday the kids are running where you're you know just having a nice time of fellowship and catching up the same office it says but now there's someone there and i can't just badge in you check yourself you check and you go in all right some even say you know what glory to god David says based on this verse 13 now therefore our god we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. We acknowledge that that throne is not vacant. We acknowledge that you reign in majesty. We acknowledge that all report to you. We acknowledge that you, Jehovah, you have the final say. Now we thank you and we praise your glorious name. Thanksgiving is powerful when we recognize his Majesty, Glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Number two point, our thanksgiving is meaningful. Our thanksgiving is powerful when we recognize that God is sovereign. Somebody say sovereign. The terms we are using in terms of giving thanks, they are very governmental and kingdom-like terminologies that in another teaching series, we will have the the opportunity to break it down, all right. Talking about what the word "sovereign" means, all right, and what majesty. Breaking this concept down, but the scriptures that we have here guide us enough with enough light that we require for now. When you understand God's sovereignty, you're able to bring Him thanks properly. When you understand God's sovereignty, you're able to give him thanks. There are very few societies in the world today that understand the term sovereign. Canada is one of them. And a a few other regions that still have the system of monarchy, which has been blended into a, a parallel democracy, but there's still the existence of the crown, the concept of the crown, and the concept of sovereignty. Hmm. He's saying here that if you recognize him as sovereign, then you will be able to. If, if you see, if you don't understand this, you can't stand in front of a tomb of someone who has been dead for four days and the first thing you say is, Father, I thank you. You can't have a crowd of people who, somewhere about to start running, to go and start buying, you know, get some groceries. We, we don't have enough at Walmart. They are going to Freshco, going to Food Basic going to this, going to, to, to Loblaws, just going about, let's just buy bread buy, bread, buy fish they're about to start running, Jesus says come you feed them how are we going to do that how many grocery stores are open, even if we had all of them and we joined all our ATM cards together there is no way we can feed these people and based on such a need, the first is child of God you must reprogram your mind that the first response you will have in every situation, we will be, Father, I thank you. That email comes in. You're like, yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. Before you start, Father, I thank you. Or it might not be something that should excite you. It might be a diagnosis. It might just be your routine follow-up at the clinic. You've done some tests and uh, done some things. And, and the numbers, your doctor sends the numbers in. And the doctor says, you read the first email. I am... Um, Sorry to inform you, or you sent in a job application, we regret to inform you. All right, your first response, child of God, if indeed is majesty, if indeed is sovereign, your first response, your first response is, Father, I thank you. You know, we said I was listening to one of the teaching series from some months back, and a statement that was made blessed me. You'll be shocked that I listen to even sermons that I preach. So that I can be blessed just the way you are blessed. Glory to God. And, and, and there was a statement there that really stuck with me. It says that you must be able to worship God as fervently in the days of prosperity as much as in the days of adversity. If your worship is only loud in the place of pros, pr, prosperity, what you really are is you're an opportunist. Anybody can be happy when things are going well. Anybody can say thank you when there's food on the table. Anybody can say thank you when the bills have been paid. Anybody can say anything in the day of prosperity, in the day of adversity, if you can still look up and say, Father, I thank you. You recognize his sovereignty, that he, he doesn't run a democracy here. He, doesn't, he was not elected into position and his, his decisions do not need Senate approval. When you recognize that, you you will discover that I've come with petitions, yes, but they can wait. I've come with supplications. I've been cheated. I've come to the law courts to, 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 to secure righteousness and justice. But I've come to, to the sovereign. I come with thanks. I come with thanks. Isaiah chapter 33, verse 20 to 22. This is a very loaded scripture. The Lord will help us. I will resist the temptation to begin to break it down. But you can see that these are very kingdom-centered verses that we are reading today. These are very kingdom-centered verses that we are reading today. And you need to recognize him as king of kings for him to be deserving of your praise, of your worship, and of your thanks. Isaiah chapter 33 from verse 20, he says, Look upon Zion, the city of our solemnities. Thine eyes shall see Jerusalem, a quiet habitation. God help us. A tabernacle that shall not be taken down. Not one of the stakes thereof shall ever be removed. Neither shall any of the cords thereof be broken. This is a picture of something indestructible. This is a picture of something, an entity that is indestructible. Wow. I'm 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 fighting the temptation now. Someone someone pray for me. Let's go back to verse 20 if you can. Let's go back. We won't, we won't. I just want to read it again. I I won't let's just read it again. Look upon Zion, the city of our solemnities, thine eyes shall see Jerusalem, a quiet habitation, a tabernacle that shall not be taken down, not one of the stakes thereof shall ever be removed, neither shall any of the cords thereof be broken. Verse 21 says, But there the glorious Lord will be unto us a place of broad rivers and streams wherein shall go no galley with oars, neither shall gallant sheep pass thereby. Mm. Let me read verse 21 again. But there the glorious Lord will be Unto us, a place of broad rivers and streams, wherein shall go no galley with oars, neither shall gallant ship pass thereby. Verse 22, which is where I'm really going to. Which is where I'm really going to. If you understand 21, if you understand 22, pardon me, if you understand 20 and 21, then you will understand 22. You understand 22. It says, For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our King. He will save us. If we have someone who went to law school reading this statement, you can't read this verse and move on. If you went to law, even if you didn't go to law school, if you have any form of basic training in government, in the way world governments are set up. You've studied all sorts of systems, you've studied democracies, you've studied communism, you've studied capitalism, you've studied socialism, you've studied dictators, you've studied kings, you've studied empires and emperors, you've you've studied, you've you've done all sorts. You have PhDs in all sorts of governmental studies. You can't read a verse like this and move on. It says, this Lord is our judge, Okay, we understand he's the judge. This Lord is our lawgiver, And this Lord is our king. And when it even comes to delivery, he will save us. Let's go to verse 23. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting to resist the hurt. It says, thy tacklings are loosed. The tacklings are loose. They could not well strengthen their mast. They could not spread the sail. Then is the prey of a great spoil divided. The lame take the prey. We can go on and on and on. But verse twenty-two, verse twenty-two says, "The Lord God is your judge. The Lord God is your lawgiver. The Lord God." See, let me just break it down for you. You are approaching sovereign rule when it is the same entity that writes laws, sits on whether the laws should be passed, and when the laws are broken, sits as judge. And he's still king over the kingdom. Are you getting it here? So when we come with thanksgiving, we are acknowledging that we are not praising a God who will still need another process to feed into. There is no impute that feeds into him. He is lawgiver. He is judge. He is our king. And he will save us. He will save us. He is sovereign. And he makes sovereign decrees. It is by the decree of the king by the decree of his majesty this is not a democracy this is not a a a consensus decision now this is sovereign i have come to the sovereign lord of all and i know that he is both judge both is a bad use of grammar there because he's not just he's judge he's lawgiver he's king and he'll come and save us he's the executive he's the legislative he's the judiciary and he doesn't even run a democracy. He sits on a throne. He reigns as king. Come on, are you, are, you, are you seeing why thanksgiving is effective investment? When this understanding begins to unveil, you will wake up, you'll say, thank you, Jesus. You're about to run into an accident, you let say, me, let, me, let me tell you, the human nature is designed to give retrospective thanks. That means that I give thanks based on what you have done. In fact, many of us have come to define thanksgiving as appreciation for what was done, meaning that if nothing was done, then really it's not thanks. All right, and we've used that as a basis to define thanksgiving, and then we define praise, and then we define worship. And though if those definitions work for you, fine. But in Scripture, in Scripture, in Scripture, the sovereign one, all right, he has done all things. So, by your definition, he you already deserves thanks. By your own definition, your refusal to give thanks means you are putting a question mark on his ability. And neither you nor myself has the credibility of experience to put question mark on the integrity of one who is the ancient of days. The one who has been, the one who has been the one who is, the one who will be when we are long, God, and old, and we fulfilled our part on this side of eternity. When we are done and our children, if Jesus tarries, our children and their children are, are, are pushing the banner of this kingdom and taking the earth for Jesus. When we are long, God, the same God. So little me and my little challenge. It's only simply, don't call it little. Don't make it look small don't make it look small, it was heartbreaking, it was, it was, it was, it was mind-boggling, it was, it was injustice, nobody should do this anywhere, it shouldn't be, hey, hey, I know, I know, I know, I know, and he knows too, he knows too, he knows too, you know, many people, their thanks is louder when they almost died, than when they got home safely, really, whose thanks should be louder, Before you start pointing fingers, look at yourself. Even if I, call, if I call you now, if I call you now, I pick up the phone. You say, hey, 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 what's up? How are you doing? Guess what? I just got home. What will you say? Okay. You won't will you, you will start jumping that I just got home. Glory to God. Or maybe if it's something a bit risky, maybe it was a flight and there was a lot of turbulence. Oh, we just landed. The weather was bad, but we just, oh, you say thank God and you move on, Right? Right? What if I come to you and say, as I was driving, my brakes failed. We, 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 We always need story to give thanks. Only that a sovereign God does not need story. We need the story. Oh, the brake almost failed. And then the steering pulled out. The gear was just changing itself. It looked like an horror scary movie. And then I saw a mighty beam with mighty wings. The car was, he just carried the car, you know, literally. And I saw collisions. Go check the news. It's on CP24. Cars, cars, cars. My car just went above. Oh, just, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Ah, God of KICC, God of PD, God of 5 am then your thanks louder. Your thanks is louder. Oh, the plane was just going down. People don't like when you, when you describe plane. Car, they are still okay. They don't like all these describing plane. The plane was just going. Say PD, No, leave plane. Leave plane example. Just leave it. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Let's not be reactive thanksgivers. That God, it's he, he, just that we almost died, but we didn't die. We're not alive. Hey, you got home. You woke up. You can use the washroom. Food can go through your mouth. Thank him. He's sovereign. He's sovereign. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So number one, our thanksgiving is solid. When the foundation upon which it stands is that we recognize his majesty. Number two, our thanksgiving is solid and effective when we recognize that this God doesn't run a democracy, He doesn't rule a republic, He is king overall, and His system of government is sovereign. His system of government is sovereign. The Lord our God is judge, the Lord our God is a lawgiver, the Lord our God is a king, and he will save us. That's a that's a deep scripture some of you might need to sleep on that it's a deep scripture it will just remind you ah, ah, this application i've been looking for so it's not even really in this person's hands it so, some scriptures just jump at you and like oh this 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 mortgage application we've been working on so it's not even in the hands of the brokers after all this immigration papers so it's not even the lawyer that decides there's a judge that sits but there's another judge glory to god and when you come with thanksgiving you're putting things in order Many would rather go and beg a man. I love that song that says, I cannot kneel before God and kneel before man. No way. You are God. You are God. You are God. You are God. When the real judge issues, the little judges must do. And they run a risk of collision because there is a rock of offense. Can't crush. Some people got to that. Glory to God. Number three, that your effective thanksgiving will stand on here is when you recognize his ability. 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 When you recognize his ability, ability, then indeed you can come. Before you start saying, Father, multiply this bread, multiply this bread, multiply this fish. Do not put me to shame. You know, a lot of our prayers are very sentimental. Do not put me to shame. I have announced to the crowd that I'm going to feed them. I I, I told them not to go buy anything. I've announced to my doctor that I'm not taking the medication again. I've announced to my, whatever I announced, wherever you announced it. But when you come with thanksgiving, it is no longer about you or whoever you have made promises to. It is now about his ability and his own integrity. It is your name that is at stake now. We have we have we have we have said that you are mighty. We have said that you are glorious. We've we've rejoiced. We've 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 taken our eyes off the situation and the problems, and we've come to decree your majesty. Now prove, prove yourself. His ability. We recognize that he is able. Can someone just repeat that after me and say, he is able. Come on, I, didn't feel you, you know, I can hear you where you are. So let's do that again. Please say it like you mean it and say it like you believe it. He is able. Glory to God. Jeremiah 32. Jeremiah 32. Jeremiah 32. God is able. God is able. Every time we bring him genuine thanks, we are saying that there is nothing hard with you. There is nothing difficult for you. There is nothing you cannot do. This is, not, this is not maths for us and then it's further maths for you. This is not geometry for us and then it's calculus for you. This is not basics for us and then it's advanced for you. We are saying here that there is nothing too hard for you and rather than focus on the problem, we will rejoice and praise you for your ability. Jeremiah 32 verse 17 this is Jeremiah. If you if you have a good Bible, if you have a good Bible, and if you are reading a good version, someone said, PD, don't put that. If your version doesn't have an exclamation, I didn't check this now, I'm just saying this. So please, my desire is not to cancel any version. Let's just move on. Let's move on. Let me not say it. Glory to God. But good renditions, like yeah, that's a wise way to put it. Good renditions of this scripture have an exclamation mark after the first phrase. Jeremiah here says. Our Lord God, behold, behold means pay attention, see, see with attention, not random. It says, see. So like this. Is your P D is dramatic. That's what it means to behold. If you are beholding, you will look dramatic. So let's just put that there. Our Lord God, behold, Thou hast made the heavens and the earth. It says, by Your great power and stretched out arm and there is nothing too hard for thee. Thou showest loving kindness unto thousands, and recompense the iniquity of the fathers into the bosom of their children after them. The great, the mighty God, the Lord of hosts is his name. Verse 19. Verse 19. It says, you are great in counsel, and you are mighty in work or in deeds. It says, for thine eyes are upon all the ways of the sons of men, the helpers of your destiny, the ones who need to sign that document, the ones who need to make that approval, the promotion that you so seek and desire, that order that looks like the biggest, biggest, biggest thing, the medical report that looks like it's it's come to the end. It says here that your eyes are all to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doings. It says you are great in counsel, you are mighty in work, mighty in deeds. There is nothing too hard for you there is nothing too hard for you there is nothing too hard for you you know as i meditated on these verses as i meditated on these verses it just dawned on me that a lot of us and maybe i should move closer to you to say this a lot of us believe can i look at the guys on this side a lot of us really really believe that our god is alpha the reason why we, be, we believe he's Alpha is because we are also Alpha. Okay, someone, someone is trying to get can I Can I change sides for a second? Let me come to this side. We find it very convenient to believe that God is Alpha. Mainly because we also, in our own little existence also alpha but the main challenge comes when we say is not just alpha but is also omega now many of us cannot handle that we can't handle that we can't handle how he knows the beginning and he knows the end and he couldn't find a way to do anything about this. I, I don't know if you've ever edited a movie before, or edited a clip, or if you've ever, even if it's edit a write up. You know, when something is live, you, you cannot edit live. You, you can cut, but you cannot edit live. You can, you can put temporary and old, glory to God. I remember when we started live streaming, we just see church online, they're like, oh no glory to God some people get that some oldies some KICC oldies got that glory to God alright because it's live you can't cut but what we are saying now is that this movie as it were pardon my use of the word movie is live to all of us it's this premiere All we are all just watching it for the, for the first time except that there is one not just who has watched it but he directed it follow me follow me follow me so he directed this movie called Your Life. I didn't say he is directed. I didn't say he will direct. I am saying he directed this movie called Your Life. Meaning that he saw all of this and he left it. What sort of director does that? You mean you, you, you saw this, you didn't cut it out? And many times when he comes to us and he's giving us his word and showing us his promises... He's not showing us the parts that he should have cut out. He's showing Joseph in a dream that you are going to be lifted high so much that everyone will bow to you. But in that same movie, shortly before that elevation will come a season where the very ones you trust, the very ones who have been your support system, the place you should be able to call home, the people you should be able to call family are the same ones who want you out. You don't get that detail. And when you are leaving that part of the script, you are wondering if this director saw this. Is this, is this a glitch in the matrix as they say? Is this, is this really happening? Did the director see this portion? I know he's able. He could have cut this out. I know he's able, he could have deleted it. I know he's able, he could, I, there, there, there are many ways to get to Egypt. It doesn't have to be on this, on this carts and caravans of these Ishmaelites. I didn't have to be stabbed in the back and thrown into a pit with no water. Why the people I called brothers sat near me and they had a feast. And I have to be thrown as a slave with all the anointing and the grace upon my life, working as a slave, polishing the furniture, trying to get the buckets, ensuring that things move freely in this house, only to be lied against. And there was no angel that could show up and slap her mouth. What kind of director directs a movie like this? We are comfortable with an idea of him being alpha, but Omega gives us questions. If you tell me we're all surprised together, maybe I can take that. Don't tell me he knew this will happen. This, 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 this heartbreak and this kind of loss, you mean he saw it and he didn't cut it out? Let me turn to your neighbor and say he's able. Turn to your neighbor and say he's able. You can put it on the chart there and say he's able. He's able. There is nothing too hard. The reason why he left it is not because he couldn't take it out. Don't get it. Don't get it mixed mixed up. Mm. He's Alpha and he's Omega. There is no detail of your life that is surprising to him. He saw it. He knew it, and he left it. (laughs) Glory to God. Guess why he left it? He left it because of his wisdom. He left it because of his majesty. He left it because of his sovereignty. He left it so, so that he can release and communicate a grace to you. He left it so that you and your voice and your story... See, the the, the the accounts we read in scripture are those who permitted their stories not to be edited. So that we can see that our God is faithful. So that we can see that our God is faithful and we can agree that we exist for him. He does not exist for us. Therefore, however and whenever... And in whatever way he desires for our life to give him glory, because he is the one who has made us, we will submit to him. And one of our biggest testaments of our confidence in his ability is thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. Someone is getting this now. It's thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. You give him praises. You give, when he, even when it doesn't make sense you give him praises when people believe you should be running trying to get an intervention I say no I've come to his majesty he is able I give him thanks that this is not happening it doesn't mean he cannot do it it just means he, the director left the script this way for his glory it might not make sense to me now now it might not make sense to me now but eventually it will make sense because it is for his glory glory to God I said, glory to God. I need someone to type this again. Let it sink in. My God is able. All right, do that, do that again like you mean it. My God is able. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. So number one, our thanksgiving is solid. It's properly done when we know that we are giving it to his majesty. Our thanksgiving is solid and proper. When we know that it is to a sovereign entity, a sovereign being, a sovereign king who also happens to be your father. You are able to give him thanks in all situations. Not for all, in all situations. Since says this is the will of God. In all situations, you are able to do that. Why? Because you are rested in his abilities. You are rested in his abilities. You are rested in his abilities abilities and when you watch him do you understand you are you are, you are beholding as it were like a wise person knowing that there is a reason why my king has permitted this there may be a million and one reasons but no reason on that list is that he was not able to none it does not exist he was not able to and that leads me to the last point for this evening the last point for this evening many of us Are able to adjust? Okay, indeed, he's able. He's able. He's able. He's able, right? Pity, you say he's able. So you are saying whatever it is I'm going through, he's able. He's able, right? Number four. Your thanksgiving is profound when you don't just build it on the premise that He is His Majesty. When it is not just built on the promise of His sovereignty that the Lord your God is the Lord. Number one. Number two, He's Judge. Number three is Lord Giver is King and He will save us. It says, not just on that conversation, that our Lord God, Thou hast made the heavens and the earth. Is there anything to hard for you? I know there is nothing to hard for you. I now have come to acknowledge not only are you Alpha, but you're also Omega. Not only are you the beginning, you're also the end. And everything in between is known unto you in full view, in perfection. But the big question is. You reigning in majesty, yes. You are sovereign, yes. It means all powers respond to you, yes. Principalities respond, yes. Living things, yes. Non-living things, yes. In the heavens, yes. On the earth, yes. Under the earth, yes. And you have all ability, yes. Your power is limitless, yes. Your glory, your mighty outstretched arm, yes. But the question is, so, will you do it? Will you do it? And I bring this to number four. Effective Thanksgiving is premised on a foundation of his willingness and his commitment to his will. 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 his is will. There's an interesting story in Luke chapter 5 as we begin to tie this up this evening. Luke chapter 5 verse 12 and verse 13. Luke chapter 5 verse 12 and verse 13. Luke chapter 5 verse 12 and verse 13. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. If you are, if you have that, if not, whatever translation you have is fine. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving I will worship you forever love you forever because I try not to sing on Wednesdays this God is too good Oh, this is a necessary song for the scripture I'm about to read I will worship you forever i love you forever because this God is too good Oh. Mm. He's the director of the script of my life. Now we'll worship him forever, love forever, because this God is too good. Oh, verse 12. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. Advanced. advanced case of leprosy an advanced case an advanced case when the man saw Jesus he bowed with his face to the ground begging to be healed Lord he said if you are willing he says you can heal me you can make me clean I've, I've, I've followed the teachings i followed I've, I've read your word i've i've followed this this series on prayer i have i believed you i've trusted you now i am learning of your majesty learning of your sovereignty learning of your ability learning that there is nothing too difficult for you i've learned i've, I've seen in your word i found promises promises there for me i found myself in scripture i have things i'm holding on to he says your ability is not a question he says if you are willing if you are willing Verse 13. Jesus reached out and touched him. If Jesus had said, be healed, if that's how that scripture continues, be healed, that would have been fine because that's what the man wanted. But there's a tiny little bit of detail that you and I need and the master knew and he captured it in that scripture knowing that today, today's date you've read the scripture many times but there's light coming this evening like never before and he says I am willing I am willing I am willing and he said be healed and instantly the leprosy disappeared I am willing 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 child of god i want you to embrace praise like never before i want you to embrace worship like never before not because it makes you feel good you are not the one meant to feel good when you worship well you are meant to feel tired exhausted maybe a bit confused if you've done it well but there's a there's a peace that comes with his presence and there's clarity that comes with his presence. So don't get me wrong. You might feel good. You might feel light. You might feel less heavy. All right. That's all fine. But when you do it well, the throne gets it. And it is received solidly. That found one person that recognizes my majesty I found one that recognizes my sovereignty I found one that really really truly believes in my ability not like the church that was praying for Peter and they say, father release him father release him father release him father release him it was an empty prayer because they didn't believe it was going to be released someone said you must be mad it is his ghost so why pray? you see why we begin our prayer with thanksgiving? because then we say father we thank you we already acknowledge you are able to. When someone says Peter is at the door, when you start with real thanksgiving, you can believe. Even if it means going to the door and there's no one there, a real heart of thanks will shut that door. You come back and say, Father, we still thank you. We give you the glory. That's how thanksgiving works. Child of God, in this year, 2021, let his praises not be moved from your lips. Let his thanks not be far from your heart. Let his worship continually be with you continually be with you continually be with you there's enough bad news in the world to go around there's enough fear palpable uncertainty in the world to go around it is your duty to recreate your atmosphere remember you're an ambassador of the kingdom you can reproduce the air you can reproduce the weather you can reproduce the climate and it's a climate where elders are continually in a posture posture before the king that is how his throne is. So you can reproduce that. You can reproduce that. That I will continually bow to you, crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The, I, my situations won't determine the volume of my praise. The content of a man's email. Can you imagine? Email from a company, email from a from a from a, from a human company that can be shut down in less than one second. That can de- declare bankruptcy. Allow that to, to determine if our praise, my King. No, Lord, we are sorry. We're sorry. So exalt. Lift up on high in the name of Jesus. Rounding up now. Magnify. Come glorify Christ Jesus the King. We call you Majesty. We worship His Majesty, the Sovereign One who is all able and willing. Jesus who died is now glorified. Remember that is the objective of the script. Jesus who died is now glorified. The script was made to give Him glory not to make you feel good. Jesus who died is Thou glorified is king of all kings I want to pray with someone under the sound of my voice this evening you've watched this service, you've been blessed I am wondering how can I get myself to think like this it looks as though the circumstances of your life are like biting at you It's almost as though you shut the door and they are still creeping in through the cracks and the crevices and it's choking you. The the demands of life choking you. The voices of of those demons choking you and you feel heavily choked. I want to invite you to a kingdom where this is our default. To a kingdom, to a place where this is our default. I want to invite you. I want to invite you to come over, leave the old, leave the past. Leave the shame, leave the guilt, leave the sin, and come discover your Lord and Savior Jesus, the one who out of his love gave all for you. And he says, This script you are writing, you are feeling all creative, but this is not my plan for your life. Come embrace my plan. I choose the way of the Lord, and I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom and I choose the way of the Lord. He's saying to you this evening, choose my way. Say yes to me. I stand at the door of your heart and I knock. If you hold open to me, I will come in. I will dine with you. I will unveil my plan to you and I will supply you with my grace for the journey if that is your decision this evening i want to pray with you if you are rededicating your life that's fine and if you're also here i sense a need to pray for someone you are born again but you just have a complaining nature complaining you are optimized to see what is bad if someone comes and says i just got this car let's pray you are the the one in the room who will ask was it brand new was it list of finance? You are the, that's your default state. You, you find it difficult to rejoice with them that rejoice. You are the one always seeing the eyes that have not been dotted, the T's that have not been crossed. You have no joy on your inside. You find it difficult to give thanks. And I say, PD, pray for me. I've tried. I've tried. I don't speak things. I'm like a microscope. I see the tiny things. And it, 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 it poisons my joy. I want to pray for you also. Father, in the name of Jesus... For your sons and your daughters receiving your love, receiving this gift of salvation, I hold my hands with them and I ask that your spirit will invade their space, that the joy of salvation fills their hearts and that their names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Today marks a new day. They will be established in you. Their life will count for you and they will bring you glory. For as many who are returning and rededicating, I ask that they will have a serious, real relationship with your Holy Spirit. It will not be business as usual as many who find it difficult to find thanks as many who are the master complainers and master murmurers and they've acknowledged the need for your mercy saying father I want to be able to give thanks genuine thanks solid worship I ask that you will heal the heart in their heart you allow them to see the light again to receive your love in its entirety and to be channels of joy thank you father because it is done for in jesus name we are praying come on come on is that the best you've got wherever you are if you can jam those ends together give the lord a big shout Thank you so much for joining us today we hope you've been blessed by the sermon and if you would love to be a part of what god is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on sundays at 10 a.m or wednesdays at 7 p.m to be a part of the giving you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O at kicc or through our website at wwwk donate. But it's doing amazing things now, our and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember you're a champion. God bless you.